0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a laundry list of mail long. If you don't call it like you peace and greetings, world, welcome to another side of faith. This is Minister Jamal. Uh, Happy holidays. Uh, uh, I'm praying for our brothers and sisters across the world. Um, Our brother Addis ruffled some feathers and had some jaws hit the floor our last uh, uh, um, session that we had. We have a follow-up with that because I think what he brought up is a very interesting point and something that we need to speak on, especially and I, in this holiday season. So we were talking and, and brother Ad made a good point, you know, consider the cost of the things that you do of, uh, uh of this situation. This we, Brittany Griner is home, but at what cost there's a, a mass murderer now being set free and able to, Uh, get back to what he was doing and putting people in danger and families in danger, villages in danger and so on and so forth. And brother Ad has made a good point and royalty ministries. We're going to have a survey on our uh, uh, um, website, get on rmaz.org and, and uh, uh, fill out the survey for this. But the question is, and I'll turn it to my brothers. The question is if you were Brittany and you were given the information on who this gentleman was, you were being exchanged for, and you knew what he was about and the hell and chaos and confusion he caused, would you have continued to say, let me free? Or would you say, no, keep me here because I don't want that blood or those deaths on my hands. A lot of times you church folk, you religious people, you always talk about you sacrificing, you'll put your brother first and so on and so forth. But when it's time to put the chips in the table, Are you about that life or are you just talking that life? My brothers?
1: Even when I was, I can honestly answer that question that I would have gotten the information about him and I would have honestly stayed. Again, no shot at Brittany. Brittany, I'm glad you're home. I'm glad you wanted to come home, but I'm speaking as me, brother Addis. I would have done that because even in darkness, I still sacrificed myself for others and I did that as a gang member. When you are running around getting shot at because your boy done did something, he ain't had no business doing, that's a sacrifice. You're you're sacrificing yourself for another. So me in Britney's shoes, I would have gotten that information And I would have had to honestly sit back and think is my life worth more than the millions that this man has already affected and is going to affect
2: in the near future. That's definitely a great, uh, a great angle, a great perspective to look at it. Um, So here's, I don't, it's tough. You know, it's a, it's a tough call. So for me, I say now we're looking at, so Brittany just got out. So we all know now, you know, that the 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 future has come to fruition. She was there for 10 months. But what if she was there for 20 years and not 10 months, right? Well, we, and, and we had this, so we, we would know Brittany would still be incarcerated. So 20 years goes by and now we're sitting back at the end. Brittany Grind is now released from a Russian prison 20 years later. What do we say? Well, we say, oh. I'm staying, or are we trying to get out of there because now we know she would have to serve 20 years as opposed to 10 months? I mean, it's tough. Um, for 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 me, you know, hindsight is always 20-20. Like, yeah, I would I would do this, but who knows? You know, when when you're blindsided, uh, especially like somebody in her shoes, she was she was just a basketball player just doing her normal thing. And then she got thrown into this scenario um that was super duper duper foreign to her. Um, as a, you know, she, you get into a, you get tied up into legal stuff here in the United States. It's a headache. You get up tight, you get tied into some legal stuff in a, in a foreign place. It gets very complicated very quickly. Um, so there's a lot of things going on. Um, there's a lot of things going on in front of the media. There's a lot of things going, you know, on in the background. You're trying to figure this out. Um, so I don't know you know, what I would say, would I, would I, would I not try to flee? I don't know. I don't know what's, what's going on. Um, you know, what she's enduring and then it, for, you know, for her, is her specific mental state. So we can, like you say, if brother Ag goes there, he's battle tested, he's prepared to go do that. Um, and so then you say, well, at, at what point in, in my life, if I was younger, I know damn well, I would have said, I got to go. So I need to, I need to get out. I was more selfish at that point. Um, you know, but that was that was human nature. So here I am now. I can say, oh, yeah, because you know, I, I I'm gonna actually take a time to re- read a report about somebody else. Think about it, ten years ago, fifteen years ago. you're not trying to read a report about anybody else. You like, what is going on with me? How am I gonna get out of here? Uh, but again, that's that's the selfishness. Unlike what Brother Addis is talking about, is selflessness. Um, So what I will say in the in, in my current point of life of where I am, I would definitely consider. Um, you know the the you know the the factors of how everyone else can be impacted, um, but what my final call would be, I I don't know, I, I can't call it, Minister Jamal. Let me come back your way.
0: Um, human nature is selfishness. We are born naturally selfish, and that's what and this situation should show us the difference between us and Jesus because Jesus did exactly what Addis said he would do but even then he needed to be encouraged to continue to do it because when he went to that garden <laughs> he said take this cup from me I don't want to I don't want to sacrifice my life for a bunch of people I don't know that's what Jesus said And Moses and Elijah had to come down and say, look here, brother, you're going to have to come on, man. You can do this. You can do this. You can come on. You can suck it up. So again, I don't even know, do you call Jesus, but that's selfish. I don't even know if I call him selfish. He just said, look, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know if I want to give my life for some folks that I don't know. They mean, they rude, they evil. They trying to kill me. I really want to die for these folks. So even then, so that if it was a tough decision for him and he was already told this was, he was what he would have to do. He knew this before he came here and yet he's still struggling. It'd be a tough decision for all of us. All of us. I'm about to sacrifice for some folks I don't even know. And then recognizing that your sacrifice still may not even stop the situation from occurring. There's a whole bunch of things. He he still might get out. (laughs) There's a whole bunch of different things. So I would say, A, it should make us all say, whoo, boy, man, that's that's Jesus' story. That's pretty tough. He actually did it. He actually said, all right, well, y'all go ahead and do what y'all going to do to me. And B, it should make us think, how selfless are you? How selfish are you? Because I think 10 out of 10 of us, or maybe nine out of 10 would say, look, that ain't my problem. I'm out. I'm going to go back and give me some of that chicken that they have back over there. Let me go ahead and get get ready to go to Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. and Some of us, oh, it's almost Christmas time. I want to see my family. Many of us wouldn't be thinking about a bunch of strangers, especially in this country, because we, we we like, hey, man, the world don't care about me. Why should I care about the world? So there's a lot of that in us. Uh, uh um, So kudos to those who could say, hey, you know what? I'm going to stay. But
1: now, don't you know, that'd be a difficult
0: situation to you. You're not just snapping and saying you're going to do it. You're going to think about that. You're going to battle with that.
1: And see, that's what I wanted to add in. Don't get me wrong. Yes, I'm going to heavily think about that. Man, I'm ready to go home. I got children. I got a family. Yes, I'm going to think about that. But I know what my ultimate decision will wind up being after me spending a week or two thinking about that because that that's the type of decision you cannot make right off rip. And anybody that says they can, I know they're lying. But I know me. I have a knowledge of self. I've always had a knowledge of self. So, yes, I would weigh the pros and cons of all of this. But I know at the end of the day, I would keep myself there just to prevent millions from dying, but to camel back off of what Minister said, hell, I could stay and they could still release him. So again, it's not a decision you would make quickly. For me, it would not be a quick decision I have to weigh out the pros and cons, but I know what I would at the end of the day do because that's me.
0: And then we also got to realize, too, hey, uh, you got to make sure. What if that's not your purpose to stay? God may say, I want you out. I have work for you to do. Your work is not in here. I want you, I see, and, and, and that's why we have to make, or because because you can be just as selfish as staying as you is leaving, because you're, you you may have souls out there that God wants you to win. Agreed. And people he wants you to pray and uplift, and people he wants you to encourage. So we, basically, well, I guess what it would come down to is your relationship with whoever you call God. That's what it comes down to. Do you I 100%. Because the one that you speak to, he might say, look, I've created a way for you to get out of here. Get your butt out of here and do my work. Don't worry about him. I'll take care of him. You just go do what I've told you to do. Or he might say, sit. I want you to stay here because there's some things. This is your purpose. So I guess what it comes down to, Jack, is what's your purpose? Because you could be staying and just be as selfish as you are leaving because you could be staying and your purpose could be, you, you talking about, we talking about saving lives, but your purpose may be lies for you to save that you can't save. Cause you didn't make a decision that was not the decision for you to stay in there. So now you could be, you could be just as a mass big of a mass murder as him because you did not have the right decision. You didn't make the right decision. Cause I believe my purpose as a minister is to win souls. Something I didn't want to do, but it was my purpose. I was I was in a spiritual prison myself. <laughs> I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to go to law school. I wanted to be a lawyer for the uh, for the uh, 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 the evil people. I just wanted to make money for the mafia. I was willing to get people out of prison just to have some cash, but that wasn't my purpose. You got to go preach. So if I was in that situation and guys, said, Jamal, I have souls for you to win. You got to get out. I'm going to say, well, look here. I got to go do what I was born to do, and I will do that, and I know my my father will take care of the rest. So it comes down to your relationship with whatever your God is and whatever. You should find your purpose first, because your purpose might be to stay. Your purpose may be to go. We don't know whether. maybe, Maybe Brittany... God told her, get up. I want you to go out there and dunk some more so you can help some more women in this world. I don't know. But it comes down to your purpose because you can stay and be this as big as a murderer as he is because there's souls that you could be winning that you're not. There's people you could be helping that you can't.
2: So what would you do is what this comes down to. How would you handle it? There? I mean, there's been a lot of great um, uh, strategy and, and advice and spiritual guidance on, on how to um, utilize you know those tools and 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 make a decision for yourself. So you may not be in Brittany Grinder's uh, specific situation under that pressure, but you have you still have decisions to make in your life. Uh, it's no different, <clears throat> right? Some decisions are tougher than others. How do you handle them, right? What will you do? You, what what is are you fo- are you doing what you want to do or are you following the, uh, the the righteous path per se? What would you do? Uh, rmaz.org, fellas. Anything else in closing? Y'all go get that get on that survey. Let us
0: know what you would do. Get on our website. Check out that survey. So now it'll be anonymous. Let us know what you would do.
1: And also, and be honest, if you have any please.
0: Questions, reach out to please us. Please be on. honest. Be honest. Be honest. Reach out. What's the what's the email? Info?
2: RMAZ.org. Yeah, info at RMAZ.org. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Email us. Email us. Don't be, be honest. Be be honest with the situation. Don't make you a bad person. If you say, look, I'm leaving. You know, that makes you human you, you, you compare to Jesus and Jesus had Moses and Elijah and I came there. Jesus would have said, man, forget this cross. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to go do my thing. But, uh, uh, but he was uplifted and encouraged and him going to the cross was his purpose. Let's get back to that. It was his purpose. So for some of us, it may have been our purpose to be, to do what Brittany do, what Brittany did. But for some of us, maybe we were meant to stay. It depends on your purpose And if you are walking in your purpose
1: As
2: I grow and get more